program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome into another edition of the tailgate. Pre-tropical storm. Nicole. I always like the name Nicole. Now I don't like it so much. It's getting in the way of things. But it'll be through here and past and as far as we know everything's on on plan to uh, move forward. But uh, tomorrow's going to be an interesting day. We'll get a, little, a lot of wind and a lot of rain and it's great. I've, it's just what you need, Jeff, now that you're back from being ill is to be maybe stand out in that tropical storm and yeah, get do sick stuff. again. <laughs> they did. Uh, they did actually shut down all city parks tomorrow. Did so. they? So Ironwood will but not be open. No, but I still have to work. So that's what's weird. See, I'm wearing my Ironwood hat. Oh yeah, too. that's good. <laughs> I was gonna. It's funny because when I got up today, I really didn't have that much to do. I ended up doing a lot. Just, but I was thinking to myself, man, I had to go play golf, and I, uh, I literally went out, to put the let the dog. I went, no, thank you. Yeah, wind's bad. A little chilly. It doesn't do you any good to play in wind like no, this. No, you don't want to play golf in wind. It'll help you on some holes, but then piss you off on probably no, many more. No, not at Ironwood. I, that's my slogan for Ironwood, where the wind's always in your face. No, I've, a few times downhill on Never. 7, 8, 9 where I've gotten no, it really good. Usually if it's in my face on 1, 2, and 3, it all of a sudden shifts and gets in my face on 5, 7, and 8, and 9. Okay telling you man that's the way it is it's a it's a phenomenon it's a it's an atmospheric phenomenon that's probably because all the jets flying over they move around the wind it could be but uh certainly it happens with me well i we need to talk obviously about the uh reveal last night the second reveal of who are the top four teams and i gotta be blatantly honest with you you know me, Jeff. I like to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it looks like. I, all I know is who was the top four were, so I'm going to go look at it right now because I just got busy with some other things. and I, It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter to me. I, I'm, cur- I'm always curious about it, and there's a lot to talk about about it in the path Tennessee may or may not have. But um, all the talk shows I listened to today, driving around town doing a few errands, you know, everybody wants to talk about all these different possibilities. And and somebody was bringing up, you know, Tennessee's path actually is almost easier now because if they don't have to play in the SEC title game, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, then. That's been the case several years. But what's, what's your, why wouldn't you want to go to the SEC yes. title game yes. and beat George, or beat LSU and yeah. again and win it all? Yeah, you'd rather have conference a ring than potentially nothing. And take any question about whether you're in or not out of the picture. Well, I don't, yeah. But I don't know if that matters. Uh, I'd rather win a ring. Yeah, you'd want to win a ring and you want to play in the college football playoff. But it does make the path easier if you stay undefeated and you lose that one game and you don't go. I think we've seen that several times where that be the case. But it's not a lock. 
whereas you could go and and take care. Look, if you're good enough to to win the whole thing and get in the playoff, you're good enough to go and and beat a team from the West. If it's LSU, I assume yes. it will be. But a one loss SEC should trump a one loss any other conference. It's especially if it's Tennessee in the resume. Okay, what if it? Well. What if it's the UC- only the only other option is what if it's UCLA? UCLA plays USC and Notre Dame in the last two weeks. Okay. By the way, you had that. It's not this week. It's next week. UCLA USC. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm positive. I looked it up because I was like, that doesn't seem right to me. But so UCLA, which did not get a very good ranking, I think it was 11 or 12. 12. Uh, 12. Um, so that that but you know. Those would be two huge wins. So there's a one-loss team. If it's USC, they and they beat UCLA. But I, but I think it's a mute point because Tennessee's five right point, right mute. now. A mute point would mean you didn't you weren't you stopped talking, talking as soon as you said mute. So it's M U T instead of M U T E. You're talking like Herschel Walker now. It's M U T. So it's a mutt point. It's a moot point. So M O O T. Yes. The point is moot. Yes. Do you not remember that Jesse Jackson skit on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> I do. The point is moot. Sorry, I get too much drugs in me. <laughs> That's good, though. I, I think you, you'll be a little looser than normal today. Very true. But I, I think the fact that Tennessee is five right now, and if they don't lose again, they're going to move up. They're and moving on them, up. Right? There's Well, here's the question. You're not going to drop them. I will say this. Okay, so obviously... If TCU wins out, I think TCU goes in before Tennessee. Agreed. Yeah. Or they're uh, already ranked higher than Tennessee. No, I, okay. So, so Michigan or Ohio, or Ohio State, assuming they, you know, they they win all their other games. Mm-hmm. Where, which one would you put in? Well, Tennessee's played better team. Correct. So, but is that because? You know, it's not just because of, of what the rankings are. It's because of wins and losses. Mm-hmm. And that stuff does hold up. It's interesting. Cole Kubelik was bringing this up today that last night there were three MAC games on. And, I mean, they uh, they were they weren't just boring. I just didn't care, right? So I couldn't even watch college football on a, on a Wednesday or a Tuesday. But he pointed out that two teams on Tennessee schedule lost, and that hurts. I mean, that's where we are with the evaluation of these teams. Ball State lost. Oh, that hurts Tennessee's chances. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I I think it's it's we're in for a fascinating final three weeks, you know, before the um the de facto playoffs, which are the, you know, conference championship games. I think it's gonna be it's been a it's been a really interesting season and I think it's gonna continue to be. Florida State got came in at twenty third. They probably aren't going to be 23rd in basketball. No, it's bad. After that huh? Stetson loss. Big win for the Hatters. Big win for Donnie Jones. Donnie Jones, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, in fact, he was tweeting a lot about it. Nice. Well, that's good. <laughs> and no, then, he's a good man. And then I saw the initial line come out. They're seven and, or seven and a half point favorites over the Gators right now. At home, Friday night. They figure the atmosphere will be off the world. But can you buy that? Yeah. I Well, I wouldn't bet... FSU in that situation. I no would bet, way, right? I would bet Florida if I was going to bet. Yes. But 
after my lock bet of the year, which was Tennessee last week, I don't think I'm ever, again, not betting. That's why I don't bet. Yeah, and why you're so bad at the picks contest. I am bad. I went 9-11 and 11 in the one at the quarterback club. Huh? Not good. I was, that's, they made fun of me. As they should. Well, don't I got the last word in, believe me. It was fun last night. Sean Kelly, he was good. Good. He had, I'll tell you the joke he told off the air because I don't want to. I don't want to tell it on the air, mainly because I want to use it somewhere down the road and act like it was my own. Yeah, so. fair enough. I'm sure he got it from somebody, but it's a great joke. Okay. Well, we've got some uh, great callers probably ready to chat. So what we'll do is we'll take a break. We'll open up the phone lines for you. Zach's here. Not sure if we're doing a show tomorrow. So if you want to talk today, bring it. Winds are starting to pick up, getting nasty. And uh, tomorrow will certainly be uh, yeah, we'll, a not-so-good day in Gainesville. One thing we will talk about um, during this show today is is South Carolina. Is that yep. that team and what they present and everything? Because, again, we don't know. We, we assume we're doing a show Friday at the Hilton, yep. um, as far as we know. But um, – We'll talk about a lot of games, but yeah, I want to talk a little bit about South Carolina and the weird series that it's been as well. That it has. All right, step aside, come back, and get after it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jake Bauer. Gator football is taking on South Carolina on Saturday in its final home game of the season. Currently, the Gators sit at 5-4 on the season and are 2-4 in SEC play. Florida is coming off its first road win of the season in a 41-24 victory over Texas A&M. Last season, the Gamecocks defeated the Gators 40-17 in Columbia, South Carolina. Catch coverage of Saturday's game right here beginning at 12 p.m. In Gator sports, the men's basketball team will look to improve to 2-0 on the season when they take on Kennesaw State on Friday. Last time out, the Gators defeated Stony Brook in their season opener 81-45. It was head coach Todd Golden's first game in charge of the Gators. Catch coverage of Friday night's game right here at 6.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jake Bauer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up. 
at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo, reunited. And it feels so good. (laughs) Phone lines are open for you at 392-8255. We did have several callers uh, yesterday when Robbie was in here. And uh, a lot of them were talking about just a lot of general stuff. Although we did bring up the, um, because it was taught, we were talking about road wins. And I was talking about the great Marv Levy line that he told his team one time. Do you know why Hitler lost the war? Because he couldn't win on the road. And so then we got into a discussion about wins and losses on the road. Like he lost at England, lost at, um, well, the question was whether France was a neutral site at that point. But So we had a good discussion there, and then we then we went – I said to Robbie, I go, we probably should quit talking about Hitler. <laughs> never, It never ends well when you start talking about Hitler. Uh, but obviously the college football playoff rankings are out. Uh, Florida's still not ranked. Stunning. Five and four Gators. But FSU is. They are. They Hey, look, that was a... That was the game I didn't see coming up. Of, and look, I, I, I did not see Notre Dame-Clemson coming. But certainly, I, did, I thought FSU-Miami would be a good game. I was looking forward to it. I remember when, when we were going home, and I was – because uh, I met Chris Harry and, and Cindy out at, for dinner, and we're, I was, we were getting ready to go home, and I go, man, we got some good games tonight. And, you get, and they, I said, Alabama-LSU's going to be good, but FSU-Miami's going to be great. I, I, I literally watched like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but of, when you said that, I even said that day, that I wouldn't even care to watch that game. It's not going to be a good game. You don't like football. That's your problem. I like football plenty. But I'm not going to watch crap that I don't need to. Why? There's no need to. What do you need to watch? Something that is... 
So you only watch one versus two. Some, no, something that has to do with like the Gators and the and well, they, 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 they played Florida State at the end of the year, right? Miami's beating them in recruiting. There's two things right there to to care about. They're buying players, but it doesn't matter. My that point aren't going to stay there anyway. As you're watching the game, me the the bit the amount that I did watch, I'm like. Man, I'm worried about FSU a little more right now, and I still can't get why anybody's going to Miami. And you know, I know they're buying players and everything, but everybody is these days. Mm-hmm. And so all these thoughts are running through my head. You, meanwhile, are like, "Oh, I think there's a Golden Girls reunion going on." Although that'd be hard to do. Yeah, they're already <laughs> gone. You know what else is hard to? Uh, yeah know what time it is right now in Honolulu, so let's find out. We've got Honolulu Gator on the phone. Hey, guys. What's up? Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. I, I'm in Gainesville right now. I'm no longer in Honolulu. Okay. So I, I, it, it's six hours. Six hours, five hours. Don't even know what time of year it is. <laughs> um, All right, so, so it's 1020 right now is what you're saying. Yeah, something like that. Waking up um, watching football on Sundays. Hey, I tell you, living in Honolulu in college football is great. You can wake up and watch your game and have the whole day ahead of you. Yeah, there you go. Here's your problem, though. Um, you get you get to be about nine o'clock, and you're like, "There's nothing left to watch." Yeah, well, and I'll say if you know if you're waking up and there's a Gator game that you have a few beers with, and then you're just hammered by the end of the day. That's kind of <laughs> very true. Not good either. Um, I know I people that guys, are hammered hammered uh, for Gator games. That yeah, it, it doesn't matter what time they play. Yeah, that's true. Um, I called you guys when LSU uh, hired their new coach and. And I and I told you that in two to three years, Urban Meyer was going to be the coach there. He was going to be the replacement. You thought I was a little crazy, so uh, I revised and said, "Well, it's either that or Auburn, because those are the two schools that you know." Urban's kind of doing the the reclamation tour of the of his reputation right now, but it takes a special school to go out Urban Meyer. There's so much baggage, and LSU and Auburn, I don't think, have any problems with baggage. Um, but I'd like to add another school to that list. Can we throw Texas A&M in there? Well, you could, but I mean, Pat just hung out with him last week, and he looked him in the eyes and said he's never coaching again. Yeah, he's done. And I, yeah, and I felt I, it I, was I, I, sincere. He's done. I've, I've I've been around Urban for a long time, and um, there was like when he left Florida the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it happened right away. But then the second time when he left, I said, he's not done. He's, mm-hmm. he's definitely not done. Really? And you can really? tell. But this time you can kind of feel it that he's done. Now he, he, may, he may prove me wrong, but, you know, it's not about money. It's not a – you know, I think he just doesn't want to – I don't think he want, he what he talked about the other night was he didn't, he doesn't want to deal with the NIL and the transfer portal and all that stuff that are it's driving a lot of coaches away from the game. Yeah, I, I missed the meeting last week. It, it was definitely would have been a good one to go to. Um, I, I tell you though, his he 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 is smart enough to know that if he ever gets back into coaching, you know, uh, Jimbo Fisher's had a couple good years of coaching in his entire career, and and happened to have Jameis Winston written all over it. Otherwise, he's an eight or nine win coach, and to step in with the recruits that Jimbo's going to leave behind would sure be an attractive situation if Urban did want to get back in. Yeah, I still, um, I don't, I think that $85 million buyout is just going to, as much money as they have out there, it's still, 
it's, it's a big number. It's a big, huge number. Yeah, it's a big number, though, but we when we went to dinner the other night, there was this boot uh-huh. store right next to dinner. So we had a little time. I walked in there, and Tate and I were looking at a pair of boots. Yeah. Guess how much a pair of boots cost? Well, it depends on what kind they were. Well, they were, were really they nice. They or? were really nice boots, alligator boots. That's uh, what attracted me to them. $1,000. Oh, And like it was nothing, and people walk I in there. I wouldn't want to walk in those. The guys said they, they sell them all the time. I couldn't put a like a car on my foot. No, there, there is no doubt that, that A&M could afford to get rid of them. I don't know that it's smart spending, though, to get rid of a national championship coach. Who just brought in the number one recruiting class in the country? Um, who's just struggling a little bit this no, year? No, but it's not struggling. It's losing a locker room. It's having guys not play. Yeah. It's not having the right culture. It, it may be hard to get Shelley to move from Siesta Key to <laughs> very true to that school. The um, it's it's a little bit nicer in Siesta Key. I would you definitely know, the, say yeah, though, a and A and M would be more of an attraction than Auburn. Yeah, that's you, well, either way, you're going to have mo- you're going to have booster issues. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know, looking back at the Tennessee game and the LSU game for the Gators, I mean, I know you guys just got hammered all week with the phone calls about how horrible our defense was. <clears throat> yeah, I like to kind of play devil's advocate. I mean, both of those games, we played teams that we couldn't stop, but we we could have beat both of those teams in the last two minutes of the game. I mean, that's. You know, maybe there was some method to the madness there. You know, hold on as long as we can and somehow keep this team in the game, which I give our coaches a ton of credit for. I mean, those those games, the teams would have quit in the in the last couple of years. So, oh, there's I no think doubt. We played at the end of the tunnel. They're 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 playing harder, hard. There, there's no question about that. Um, and um, but defensively, they've just been a abysmal all year and then to see them finally put together a good half was you will hope is a step in the right direction but we don't know you know but but I do think you're now seeing minusing one player made a, a pretty big impact and I mean it took a little bit for for some guys to figure out their role we'll see yeah we'll see yeah. A&M doesn't have a good offensive line and, and the quarterback is average at best but yeah. that's what you're going to see the rest of the way. I mean, Spencer Rattler has more picks than he does touchdowns this year. Nine versus eight. Yeah. But he lit the All Gators right, up Hanalulu. last time he played them. Thanks, Honolulu Gator. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Yep. You guys entertain me every day. All right, appreciate, appreciate you. Yeah, what um, – it's funny, Rattler's numbers aren't very good. I But I've watched him play several games, and every once in a while he gives you that little spark. Yeah, well, but then, then he'll have – Three bad plays right behind. Boneheaded plays. Yeah. So he's been. But how are you? Heisman favorite. Yeah. (laughs) And then you now have as many touchdowns as games played. I think he probably lost his confidence um, a year ago. When he got benched. When he got benched for Caleb Williams. But still, like, if you're good, you're going to then have that. Well. It to do that somewhere else and be pissed off, not maybe lose your a, confidence. Look, why did he lose his job in the first place? Maybe he got too full of himself. Maybe he couldn't handle the pressure of being the Heisman favorite. Well, I think he definitely is full of himself. There was a video I saw from him in high school. Just, I think it was like some competition, and he was going at it with another teammate, and he was just basically criticizing and bashing the other guy 
saying we're not winning because you suck and like all these other things. Yeah, we trolled the Gators yeah. two years ago. Yeah, after so. they won. So we'll see. I hopefully you would now again. You would think, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday. You would think though that this team has a lot of motivation. What happened last year? Mm-hmm. What happened two years ago against Oklahoma? What happened last week? What happened? It's Senior Day. It's your last home game for for the year, no matter what. It's your last time you're going to play in Gainesville. There should be plenty of motivation there, you know, for this team. And so I'll be, I'll be surprised if they don't come out and play a team that's played hard all year. Maybe even takes it up a notch. But again, South Carolina. So here's the thing about South Carolina. South Carolina is good enough to beat Florida. Mm-hmm. Good enough to beat a lot of teams. Not good enough to beat the elite teams, but good enough to beat a lot of teams in the country. That's why they're six and three. Yeah, and I I understand what you're saying, but I I guess being around the, these guys, I don't I don't necessarily believe that they're going to play harder because of what happened last year or what happened against Oklahoma for the guys that were around that. I just think that they're a part of something now that they're continuing to get better and understand a system and figure out what a coach and a staff is trying to do, and they're just getting better each week. So I think they're just going to try to continue on to that path. I think they're starting to buy in. You're starting to see guys buy in. And again, I think understanding what their roles are supposed to be. I just, you know, football is a sport where you can't think. And understanding schemes and all these things you have going on, like it takes some time to figure that out. And I, I think they're starting to get that. I think they're starting to understand, hey, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what the play call is. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's just taken a long time to get through that. But it's very encouraging to see the, the progress over these last two, three, four weeks. Or it could be that Texas A&M just is not good. screwed up in the second half. Well, third quarter, A-Chain got three carries. Yeah, they threw the ball way too much. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know what Jimbo was doing. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, look, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm. Gl- that was an encouraging sign, but I'd still like to see a four-game encouragement. These la- the no- a November to remember, you know, this week it, that kind of comes from the '73 team. November to remember. I'm sure nobody was alive in '73 but me. But Florida was two and four, and they. Pulled David Bowden and put Don Gaffney in a quarterback. They won their last, uh, I guess they went five and five, and uh, it was it was unbelievable. They beat Auburn, beat Georgia, uh, beat Auburn for the first time ever at Jordan Hare, uh, beat Georgia on a two point conversion. It was just an, a great time. I want to see that kind of November. All right, you've already got one notch of it, one notch in the belt for November. That win. On the road, still win on the road in the SEC against a bunch of five stars. Now can you come home, get that win against South Carolina where you haven't played as well at home as you as you have on the road? And you, certainly your quarterback hadn't played as well at home as he has on the road. But I think when you when you talk about the the culture and how they're they're getting it more, uh, every, you know, the whole team, offense and defense. I point to the plus eight in turnover margin, mm-hmm. which leads the SEC. 
there's only two ways to be good on turnover margin. One, don't turn it over. Two, get turnovers. That's what they've started doing. And you, and you have to look at the fact of where they are penalty-wise. I mean, how much criticism did we continue yeah. to get these last few years of the amount of penalties? I don't know that I've ever seen no, in, my, in my life a team have 10 penalties for 39 yards. That's what Florida had last week. Yeah. Because they had five false starts. That was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, I wasn't there, Jeff, and I you have your headphones on d- during the game, but how was it that loud or were they just screwing up? Yeah, I just think it was it was the right tackle, the first four of them. Yeah, the first four were both right tackles. Yeah, they took took two out or took one out and put the other guy in, and yeah. they both got two. So there, There's not a third guy to put in there. No. <laughs> but then you could definitely tell they changed the way that they did it in the second half. So then the, the loudness might have been a part of it. Yeah, but, you know um, – but they have it. Penalties have gotten a lot better. And if you take away the uh, kickoff return penalties, it's really a low number. <laughs> because when you think, I mean, I think there's been at least five on, on kickoff returns this year. Yeah, early on. And that that has changed. Yeah, there's only been one in the last three or four games. But there was a lot early. Well, there And for those that don't know what we're talking about, the Gators actually the second least penalized team in the SEC this year, only 40 yards per game, penalty-wise. So yeah, I know, it's been they, really, really they were good. right at their average with 39 last week, even though they had 10 penalties. Um, but again, you had five false starts, so there's 25 yards. I don't know. I don't even remember a one-yard penalty or anything like that in the game, but I guess there was. Well, you could also be where it's a hold. Oh yeah, hold and down. And you get 11 field. yards, yeah. and you back 10, and yeah. it's one yard. Yeah, that could have been. Yeah. I got you. All right, we'll get a break. Keep the phone calls coming. 392-8255. That's the Titan MRI hotline. We'll be right back. You're on the tailgate. Flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because... Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A tropical storm warning remains in effect for our area. Nicole expected to make landfall over South Florida overnight tonight. For our area, cloudy skies, winds staying blustery, sustained winds between 25 and 35 miles an hour expected tomorrow. We'll have an increasing chance for downpours overnight with on and off downpours all day tomorrow. There is a slight chance for a few quick tornado spin-ups overnight tonight east of Highway 301. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady does. That's the 55th game-winning drive in his career. And the uh, first player in NFL history to throw for over 100,000 yards. Here's Brady after the big win over the Rams. That was awesome. But that's after a win. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, Jeff and Pat back here with you. Zach taking the phone calls today. Sorry about my raspy voice. Smoking too little, much yeah, you yesterday. Sound a little like uh, Kathleen Turner. Yes. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Kathleen Turner and Dumber Dumber too. <laughs> Which actually is not a bad movie. Well, no, it's yeah. So there's three movies. Yeah. The first one's great. Yeah. The second one's pathetically bad. Yeah. And the third one's pretty good. Pretty sort of redeemed itself. Yeah. I like the three a lot. I actually. watched a little of Legally Blonde last night. Did you like that one? You know what I want? No, uh, I don't think I've ever really watched the whole thing. I'm not a big fan. Uh, Reese Witherspoon? Of Reese Witherspoon. You know what I watched um, uh, last night? And I know I've seen it before, but I, I it, it felt new to me, was this movie called The Disaster Artist. It's James Franco. Every, there's all these stars in it and cameos. 
it's it's a true story about this guy with a weird accent who manufactured this movie and did this movie and uh funded it and everything it it was pretty good pretty good okay not great did you and robbie uh talk about all the national signing day stuff yesterday it's a big day Oh, for softball and baseball? Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the, the softball team. seemed like they did pretty well. They did. You know who they got? Oh, uh, uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams' daughter. That was a big, because apparently she is unbelievable. She's good. Yeah. They also got the National Gatorade Player of the Year, the USA Today National High School Player of the Year. It's a... Uh, a girl from uh, Indiana, Keegan Rothrock is her name. She's uh, She can throw the rock. Yes, Rothrock. the rock. She can tote the rock. That's football, though. Where was, uh, where was, no, she was from Georgia, that's right. But how good do you Kelly have Barno. to be to be the, She as a junior, she was the state player of the year, the Indiana player of the year. And then as a senior, she's the national player of the year. That's two pretty damn good years in a row. It is. And... And she chose to be a Gator. Yeah. So congrats to Tim Walton and the rest of the crew. I think that that there was a stat about how many players they got from California, too. They got one from California as well. They always do that. Yeah. Um, In the the beginning, if you didn't recruit California, you were done. Yeah. You had no chance. And he had his ties from a little bit out there. But, no, they got the Texas Gatorade Player of the Year as well. So some good ones. Yeah, so it'll be – I mean, that, that program is on – I don't want to say cruise control, but they're doing pretty well. That they are. All right, we got Pat's BFF on the air. I would assume that's the cattleman. Hey, guys, uh, sun going down at 530 now, getting a little exercise in. There you go. Get y'all a little call here. Hey, guys, um, kind of tame here today. We're in that interesting time of year where we've got kind of football and basketball going at the same time, two-ring circus. I don't recognize women's basketball, so I would never say three-ring circus. But, um, hey, Pat, I fact-checked myself overnight, and I wanted to uh, make, uh, revise and extend my remarks, as they say in the U.S. Senate, about Coach Spurrier. Hey, Pat, you get on Wikipedia and check his coaches' records from time to time when you're trying to learn about somebody. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, that, well, that's what I did overnight because I'm a big Coach Spurrier fan, and I try to be, always be fair and – mannerly and tactful and accurate and all those good words and as i'm sure you try to keep me that way but um i mentioned coach spurrier's first five years at south carolina um and um after five years at a uh, south carolina coach was two games under 500 in the sec and two and three versus clemson okay i just wanted to get that out there if coaches listen that i'm a big fan of coach and uh always accurate and didn't want to take a cheap shot or an inaccurate shot i just a lot of coaches wouldn't survive that uh yeah, but it's South Carolina, you know. South Carolina is a different animal too, you know. Yeah, I agree. And it was a hey, mess. Um, the program was a disaster when they they took it over. Yeah, hey, I got a little basketball for you and you too, there, Jeff. But one last thing, you know, everybody's talking about the college football playoff. That's what college football fans do. But is it just me, or I'm as interested in what Auburn's going to do? What's your best latest guess, Pat, on how many openings are going to fly open in the SEC? Drinkwitz just got a. Uh, New extension. By the way, have you ever heard Drinkwitz's nickname, Pat? I just heard this the other day on a different show. Eli Drink a fifth. You ever heard that one before? I've not. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm now a fan, though. <laughs> but anyway, uh, latest guess. Who knows what Texas A&M will do? Um, They're not doing Auburn anything. Are, 
Yeah, okay, well, Auburn already opened. Um, what's your latest guess on – in a usual year, you probably got two or three openings around the SEC. What's your latest guess on uh, how many openings might fly open in the SEC and what Auburn's going to do? Well, all right, so we got, what, one right now? In yeah, Auburn. Auburn. I, I, I think that may be it. I don't know so Jim, who, who else is back. in trouble. Uh, who Jimbo, else? Jimbo's, Jimbo's, Jimbo's not in trouble. He's, He's not in, on coach's hot seat. I don't care about coach's hot seat. He, Jimbo's not getting fired, and, and they're not going to pay him $84 million to, to walk away and with the number one recruiting class. That's not happening. Now, a couple of years down the road, if this doesn't get better, yeah, he could have a big problem, but he's not He's not getting fired. So okay, I, 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 think, I think we are at one, and that that is unless somebody leaves for a, another job, a better job, which there aren't very many better jobs other than – you know, if you're the Vanderbilt coach, and he's certainly not getting a better job. Well, if Kiffin was to move, Ole Miss would fly open. There'd be two. And um, yeah, but where would uh, Kiffin but, go? Would you? I mean, uh, you, Auburn, Auburn, since you Auburn. love him so much, did you? Do you uh, think Auburn, he would Auburn. go to Auburn? Auburn. Apparently, Steve's buddies with that new that guy, and um, he's been out quoted in the paper saying Kiffin's his number one target. What guy? What well, the new guy that just took um, John Auburn Cohen? Oh, John Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, think you know where did. John Cohen yeah. came from? He was a baseball coach. I'm sure he was guy. down there, wasn't he? He was an assistant coach. baseball coach. Wow. What what'd you do? Give me a start there, Jeff? I probably helped him out with a few conversations. <laughs> you showed him how to okay, throw the guys. knuckle curve. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, one last thing, guys. Basketball clear out. Uh, Pat, I'm, do you have a relationship with Frank Martin? Have you met him over the years? Yeah. I, I Actually, it's funny. I, I had a ringtone that was uh, an arcade fire song that was very loud and uh, it went off during his press conference at the SEC tournament. And I, I was, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He goes, that's okay. I love that song, man. That's a great song. So we started talking about Arcade Fire for a while. So, yeah, we, uh, you know, obviously, and, and Billy was very close to him, as we all know. So, yeah, yeah. a little well, bit of relationship. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, too. He's a well-respected coach, been to a Final Four. I would compare him kind of like a character in the SEC, somewhat like Dale Brown, maybe. But um, I'm going to go Don King with you here, Pat and Jeff. Blow your mind. I'll, I'll clear it out. Um, uh, Frank Martin in, at South Carolina, we all know he went to that one Final Four. But in 10 years on the job, he went. He finished his career there, 20 games under 500 in the SEC. He's out of the league now. I know that, but I'd kind of forgotten being all season. Pat, do you know where Frank Martin is now? No, no idea. Okay, get this. He, I didn't either, so that's what Google's for. He just signed a bright, new, shiny five-year deal at UMass, which is a pretty respected mid-major job. Tino was there, I guess. Five years, $8.5 million, which is chump change in the coaching industry. Now, he might have uh, had to mitigate or had to change his contract with South Carolina because they got pretty tired of him. But if he's got a standard deal with South Carolina – he might be making four million dollars a year coaching UMass. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Twenty twenty games under five hundred at South Carolina, one big year, probably is still banking four or five, or even if he's not, he's still making one and change, which most people would take. I'll just leave you with this, guys. Y'all remember Don King, Mike Tyson? Yep. Only in America. Y'all hang in there. I'm listening to walking. Um, Matt McCall was a coach there for a long time, a former Florida assistant, and that's a that's a tough job. It's tough to be UMass. UMass. You would think it would, you know. It's a but big, there were a lot of big coaches there to yeah, get, but they come get and they their go. start. Yeah, I, wasn't Kyle Perry? There? He was. Yeah. Um, 
but I think it's falling on a little bit of hard times. I, you know, what do you, so what do you, what do you want from me? Okay. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think Frank Martin is, is a well-liked guy, well-respected. Maybe he's respected more for the person he is than the coach, coaching chops he has. Yes. And he got to that one final four on Florida's shoulders after the Chioza shot. Boys weren't ready to play the next day. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody felt Less that was going to be an easy hours one. later, yeah. And had the lead very did, late in that game. Did have the lead. But um, I don't I don't even know what I, how I'm supposed to respond to that. Am I supposed to – this is what what, the, what we have in the world of sports. Everybody I mean, makes way more yeah, than they deserve. That's normal. Yeah. And if you, you do it one time, then people are going to live by hey, the look, name. Look, Billy Napier's overpaid. Um, Dan Mullen was overpaid. Uh, Nick Saban's overpaid. Have you heard Mullen do a game yet? I did. I he, heard didn't him. Did you last do one night, of the ones last night? And he, did, I heard him do one last week. He gets a little too technical. Yeah, I think they'll get that out of him. He's not bad, but he gets very technical. Starts throwing out uh, football terms that, like, sometimes I get him. Sometimes I don't even get him. And you mm-hmm. know me, how much I. I study football. Um, there was one last night, and I'm like, what is he even talking about? And then he kind of c- caught himself and went, well, that means that this is going on. Yeah. But, yeah, he gets a little too technical, but he's all right. He's he's good at it. They only give him the crap games. They, there was a couple of those last night. And there'll be a couple more tonight. Yeah, there was. I'm trying to think of, was it Marcus Camby? He was UMass, right? He was. Yeah. Of course, that was when, I Calipari think that was in Calipari, was and, yeah. and they – and that's when they got yeah. vacated the final four, and which he's done at all but one of the stops. That's exactly right. He finally got to a place where he doesn't have to cheat. Yep, and he can't win. It's well, one he's one, won one. Yeah, he, but he's also of course had, he had Anthony Davis, yeah, and he's had a lot of clunkers. Last year's to me was the biggest clunker. No question. I was worried that team was going to win at all. Yeah. Um, and Shwebwe was just so dominant. And then they lost in the SEC tournament. I'm like, well, maybe not. Maybe something's not going quite right. And they've got a lot of injuries this year. Shwebwe's out with that knee. Uh, he had knee surgery. Uh, I think Severe Wheeler's still out. Um, although their first game was against nobody, and they destroyed them. they got a lot of good players on that team, believe me. Um, there's... Mike White won his first game. Did he? Georgia beat uh, Western Carolina mascot. Uh, Hilltoppers. Nope. No, Western Carolina is the uh, – is that the Catamounts? Catamounts, okay. yes. I thought I was thought you said Western Kentucky. Western Carolina Catamounts. Didn't beat him by Which much, though. A, beat him by 13. It's yes. kind of a cat. That it is. All right, we need a I break. Beat him by 13? Beat him by 13. That's it. Scored 68. Needed one more to make it a big win. There was only one great result Tuesday night. What? The Hatters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Monday. No, it was Tuesday, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was Monday. Monday. Yeah. That's why it confused me. Okay, sorry. Yes, Monday night. All right, we need a break. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jake Bauer. The Florida Gators football team are set to take on South Carolina Saturday in the last game at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium this season. 
the Gators are coming off a dominant 41-24 road victory against Texas A&M last weekend. Florida will look to avenge a 40-17 blowout loss against the Gamecocks last season in South Carolina. Catch coverage of Saturday's game beginning right here at 12 p.m. The men's basketball team is set to take on Kennesaw State on Friday night as they look to improve to 2-0 under new head coach Todd Golden. Last time out, the Gators defeated Stony Brook 81-45 in Golden's first game in charge of the Gators. Catch coverage of Friday night's game beginning right here at 6.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jake Bauer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC. At Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. The Mary Wise Show, Tuesday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
That's another one of my new songs that I have included uh, that Seth got up there for me. It's one of my favorite. I, I, I try to go with a lot of good guitar riffs. That's a great opening guitar riff. The Doobie Brothers with China Grove here on WNBC. Howard was, Howard was talking about when they fired him at WNBC today. How was pretty, he? Pretty good stuff. WNBC. Yeah, that's how the movie was. Yeah. With Pig Vomit. Yep. And Bart. Howard's had a pretty good week because he had, well, last week he had Springsteen, which was an unbelievable interview. And then he had uh, uh, Conan today, or yesterday. Conan's about to have his new cha- a new channel on Sirius. Which I'm excited. I'm a big Conan O'Brien guy. Like he's, I think he's genuinely one of the funniest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Your, your hairs are kind of alike. Haircuts. Well, first of all, your hair looks more like like <laughs> his than mine does. You have product in yours, and yours is red. <laughs> okay? I look more like I'm a Bama Bangs guy. Yeah, don't do that. I don't do anything. I just Georgia frat guy? Here's what I do. I wash it. I dry it with a towel. That's what I do. That's how my hair gets done. You got to put all kinds of pro like what kind of products do you and Mike White and Todd Golden use? Because you, they, it's all the same hair, but you guys put something in. I don't put it. There's nothing in my hair. Nothing right in now. it today, but there have been days when there has been stuff. In well, it's it. a little longer. What is it? I what mean, do you it's put sitting in down. It? It's just Pomade like a paste. <laughs> paste. That's what it's called. Is it actual paste? Like it looks like. Do paste. you ever eat it or sniff it? Or? No. That was the high school days. <laughs> Paste. You know that Auburn is actually favored to beat A&M this week? You buy that? At, at, at Auburn? You know, it's in, uh, or, you know, it's in, or no, it's at Auburn, yes. I was going to say, if it's yes. at College Station, that would not be good. Um, yeah, because, I mean, Auburn, I think people look at where you're going to put the money down, and I don't think anybody wants to bet on A&M, so... Um, you you make them buy, bet on A and M. Oh, they're getting points. Did you see what Mike Leach did to the chairs last week when he was mad because they they blew the lead? There are so many things about Mike Leach that I love. Well, there are a lot of things he, I don't like. He, at I all. know he made your comment again. I know that probably ticked you off. Yeah, because he made the the fat girlfriends reference again. But it, it is pretty funny. Like not, not saying that part, you but shouldn't like say that about no, him. no, not that part. But I mean, everything that he says, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It's humorous. Oh, he's no. I think, and for those of you who don't know, what happened was he was really upset at his wide receivers, so he went and took all the folding chairs that they sit in, which I was stunned to find out they have to sit in folding. They chairs, don't deserve to sit down. And just took them all up and wouldn't let them sit down in them. And but he did it meticulously too. Yeah. Which shows you how much he cares about its defense. He's <laughs> putting the chairs on <laughs> while they're out there playing. But, uh, yeah, he's he's different. He's certainly interesting. He's by far the most interesting coach to me in college football, I think. Uh, I don't – and he's – I you know this, Jeff. He's donated a helmet every year for the last 10 years for the our golf tournament. Uh, I, I You know, but – there are things he does say that I go, eh. but I, he's, he is the, I will say this. He's the only right now, the only active SEC coach who I have his phone number. Usually I have two. 
Mike Leach's and whoever Florida's coaches. You got Stetson Bennett's number? I do not. Well, you could have gotten it. Everybody else did. They all called them up. I got to figure out how they do that because they got that, they did that with Tebow, LSU did. How they get a hold of somebody's number like that. Maybe they send a girl in. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy way to do it. Oh, Stetson Bennett's in 25. Yeah, but he probably look for some of those older Tennessee women. <laughs> He does. All right, we got a whole nother hour to go. Wind is picking up outside. Be careful as you uh, get in your car if you're leaving work at 5 o'clock, but make sure you tune it in because Pat Dooley going to be spitting fire in hour number two yeah. of the tailgate. Be right back. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. 
And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. You don't even remember that commercial. Welcome back to the tailgate. Second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo, you were bringing up Mother Nature. Do you remember that? That commercial is way before your time, though. I know. It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Because it was, I think, now I'm trying to remember what it was for. Maybe somebody out there can remember this. It was for butter of some kind. I don't think it was, I can't believe it's not butter. I don't think it was that it might have been some other kind of butter product that was probably made with pure fat and you know, yeah animal noses and stuff like that so she would eat the butter and it was a woman dressed up like mother nature she would eat it on a thing and go oh that's great it's my butter i make butter they go no it's not it's whatever oleo or whatever and she would get mad and make the lightning come down and go it's not nice to fool mother nature I mean, that was like one of the biggest commercials when I was Back in growing the day. up. Yeah, and then it evolved into sometimes I dream that he is me. Now was where's the beef before you? To be. Um, no, the Budweiser frogs were my time. Remember that was a big it's, deal. It was a big deal. That was like everywhere. I know. Budweiser. That was a good commercial. That was like Super Bowl stuff. Uh, there was there's so many that were part of my like that's one reason I love the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's it's set in that time period, late sixties, and all the TV shows like Combat and everything, Manix they're talking about are from my era. But there were two mo- two um, commercials from that era that I remember the most. One is it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. And the other was uh, 
the Alka Seltzer one where the they did the song no matter what shape your stomach's in. So all they did was show stomachs. <laughs> Big old fat stomachs, skinny stomachs, everything. It was a great commercial. Yeah. Made you want to take Alka Seltzer. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> and sometimes I needed it. Although no. although not when I was fourteen. No. Well, just uh, some show notes because of uh, what's going to happen tomorrow here, storm-wise. No show tomorrow for us. Back at it on uh, Friday. Hopefully I'm playing golf Friday. The F-Club golf tournament already got moved one time because of a hurricane earlier this year and now has the potential of being uh, canceled again on Friday. Hope that's not that the is, case. That is funny. The ironic, I guess, or coincidental, I guess would be better. That that got moved, mm-hmm. that Sean Kelly was supposed to speak during the Eastern Washington week at the quarterback club and ended up speaking this week, and we got another one coming. Yeah. I, it's like almost like everything is jiving. Very strange. Maybe if they were playing, well, they're playing a directional school, South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, we, I'm just, I, mean, I don't mean that as a, a detriment, but they are. I could be scared knowing that I'm playing in the event with the team that I have that. Just maybe they're going to cancel it on purpose, knowing it you could know, be the greatest victory margin-wise in the history of the event. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, uh, I I do I, I caution you in this regard. I put together that dream team for the Stop Children's Cancer Tournament, the year tournament we had won the year before. because yeah, I was on but, the team. No, that's not the only reason. Okay, but it was good that day. We put together a dream team. We lost by eight shots. So <laughs> it's. You got to make putts. Yeah. If you don't make putts, but there's two things you got to do in a scramble. You got to hit it within yeah. 15 to yeah, feet. That second end. shot's really important. And then you got to make make a lot of putts. Mm-hmm. Probably about 18 of them. Yep, that would be a, a good thing. Because I understand there's some other loaded teams in that tournament. I mean, you got baseball players that can hit the ball, drive every green. They just don't know where it's going. Uh huh. I remember watching Tebow hit one day off the first tee at UF, all the, all the way back tees. They were all, all – every one of his drives was far enough to get to the green. Not one came close to it. <laughs> Slice way over in the ninth fairway. Snap hook way over, almost to the tee on 17 – or on 18. You know, it was like – Do you think that he would have, once the Mets now got their new owner and – the attention and everything else. You think they would have brought him up just to give him a cup of coffee? Might have if he would have stuck it out. There's not that many guys. Who I mean, I guess you couldn't have this year because they were in the hunt. Yeah, no. But last year, yeah. But I mean, I, I just I wish he would have stuck it out. I think more than anything, he wanted to be, he wanted to compete. Yeah. But he also wanted. I mean, how many guys played in the NFL and, and Major League Baseball in the history oh, wow. of? Dion, Brian Jordan, yeah, Bo Jackson, yep. Um, Short list. Yeah, there's not a not a ton. Probably somebody like Red Grange probably played for the some. He probably played Cleveland or, or something because he was with the Canton Bulldogs. Did you know there was a team in Canton? No, Canton Bulldogs. That was Team Red Grange. I I, I'm going to try to have to think of that. So there, yeah. I mean, there's the three obvious: Dion and Brian Jordan because they're both Braves. Yeah, and Falcons. And then, of course, Bo Jackson, which, I mean, we're sitting here talking about old players of the past. For for those of you youngsters that look at athletes now, like, I don't know if there was anybody better than Bo Jackson on what 
he could do and to excel at both of those sports and be just that dominant. Just in, in the arm he had in baseball. And then once he got out, once he hurt his hip, he became like the, I think the greatest like archer in the world. Well, I don't know about the world, but he got. He but he was like good. really, really good. Well, clearly he had a lot of hand. I, in fact, yeah, I remember hand-eye coordination. I remember the because remember when Steinbrenner was giving lights to everybody. Mm-hmm. He gave he donated the lights that were at. I wonder what ever happened to those lights. I guess did they move them over? Or they destroyed. No. Them? All right. So anyway, he donated the lights here at McKeithen Stadium. Donated the lights up in uh, Athens as well. And on the night that they they finally were going to play a night game. Uh, the lights are on. Everybody's excited, and they got a huge crowd in there. Bo Jackson hit three homers, and they were all tape measure jobs. And they were like, uh, "We just lost our first first night game, like thirteen to two. So maybe we shouldn't play anymore tonight." Guys couldn't see the ball. He was really good. All right, let's get some phone calls as uh, Frank is ready to join us next. Hey, Frank. Hey, boys. How you doing? Doing great. How about you? Uh, not half heavy. Uh, I have a couple questions for uh, Pat. Okay. Hey, Pat, have you ever considered uh, drinking a cup of bleak? Uh, no, I've not. Or uh, maybe uh, stepping out in front of an 18-wheeler? No, never thought of that either. Or putting a gun inside your mouth and pull the trigger? No, I haven't really uh, thought you, of that. Uh, you should. You. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know what to I don't know where that one came from. What was I? What was I saying? Something negative about that would cause? I didn't say anything about the politics, did I? Because that's usually so. what gets people riled up. No, I don't think so. Uh, did I say anything? Oh, FSU, maybe. You know, Donnie Jones getting that win against FSU. Maybe that was it. I don't know. No, I've not thought about doing any of those things. <laughs> A cup of bleach part, especially. Although, you know, I might have, maybe I should have. Although, I didn't get COVID anyway, so. Couple, we're going to shoot them up with bleach. <laughs> we mentioned softball and their national signing day, getting some really good players on uh, Tuesday, yesterday. For those of you that want the chance to go check out this baseball team, and you haven't yet, if you weren't able to go over there for the Stetson scrimmage last week, they are having their orange and blue series. And that will happen on Saturday, ten o'clock. Will uh, will be the the time that those boys will scrimmage. So that'll be fun. Go out there before the South Carolina game if you want to watch them a little bit. There's uh, there's some newcomers, but man, the pitching's just been lights out. The the kid that transferred in from Southern Miss, he had an immaculate inning really? against Stetson, and he uh, ended up striking out six guys in his two innings of work. Didn't they play uh, two games against him? One was seven. Yep. Innings, yeah. Nine inning game and a seven inning game. Won both of them. Yeah, I saw where they kind of roughed up the pitching in the first game. Yeah, but they, uh, well, one guy for Stetson hit a grand slam. Yeah. They walked two guys and then the guy had an infield hit and then the next dude hit a grand slam. Oh, Sully already is going to be losing his mind about walks. Yeah, can't walk anybody. They, no, it's what I try to tell Austin all the time. It's what I tell, try to tell the team I root for, too. You know, and they would bring those relievers in. They'd walk the bases loaded, and it would drive me nuts. By the way, I looked this up. There yeah. are hundreds of players that played both sports. Really? But they're all but from, uh, from way forever yeah, ago. From, like Jim Thorpe did. All right, so give me, like, be, from 1990 and on, or 80 and on. Are there 
That may be hard to do. Well, other than the three we mentioned. Uh, Drew Henson. Okay. There's a the guy. Um, but did he made it up with the Yankees? Uh, I know he was in he their did. farm system. He was there from 2002 to 2003. Really? Okay. That's a good one then. Uh, other than that, I think we mentioned the main ones. But, yeah, um, obviously Jim Thorpe may have been the greatest athlete of all time. I'm just trying to look in here and see if there's anybody else. No, it doesn't look like it. How about this? This is good trivia. The only person to be inducted into both the Baseball Hall of Fame and Pro Football Hall of Fame was Cal Hubbard. Cal Hubbard played in the NFL and then was a Major League umpire and got in. Oh. So so no one's ever done it as a player no. in both. Still, ha- And Bo would have. I mean. He, he could have had the chance to. I mean, he would have hit, and I will say this, his baseball career is kind of exaggerated because the great plays he made were better than anybody could ever make. Mm-hmm. You know, climbing the wall, literally climbing the wall with his cleats. Yeah, to make some it. of the throws, like there was a yeah. play that he caught a ball like almost to the warning track in left field and then threw a guy out at first base. So he's doing Clemente things, he's doing Dion things for his speed, he was doing... Ruthian things with his long home runs. It was pretty. But you know, my thing whenever I try to compare guys who have played, um, you know, they were clearly the the peak of their sport. Like I, I saw a thing today about Nicholas and Tiger, right? And I'm like, boy, they played such different eras. It's so hard to compare. Personally, now I'm I'm almost at the point where I still think I think Tiger was the best player of all time because nobody dominated like him but then again jack had 21 runner-ups in the majors so in addition to having the most so that's a really tough argument michael jordan you know versus lebron you know different eras different kind of players but when you dominate your sport at that time for example babe ruth who was just a big old chunky guy nobody had hit what more than 20 homers and he hit 61 it's, it's so ridiculous. I mean, how dominant he was. So, but do you think Babe Ruth could play today? Of course not. You know th- that wouldn't that wouldn't work. Mm, there's a guy on the Mets that was Babe Ruth like. He wasn't Vogel song way overweight. Look look him up. Well, and how many did he did he did he win as a pitcher? No. Okay. Did he hit? Ever hit 61 homers in a year? No. I'm just trying to say what, but I wonder if Ruth could. Uh, Play nowadays. Yeah, because, I mean, he's not, again, no night games, not playing against African-American players. And it's yeah, certainly, but if you still dominate that much. But you dominate, gonna, yeah, so. You're going to be fine. you got to get the credit. And that's the same way with Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, who was, he was the best athlete every time he stepped on the field. That he was. All right, got to step aside. We'll do that real quick. Come back, get a few more phone calls. You're listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, this is Meg Matthews. Tonight in the NBA, the Orlando Magic hosts the Dallas Mavericks. The Magic is currently sitting 2-9, and nine, while the Mavericks are sitting 6-3. and three. The game will start at 530 Gator Volleyball assigned two players today. Maddie Gravely and Kira Houston will be joining the team for the 2023 season. On Friday, 
The Gators men's basketball team is matched up against Kennesaw State at the O-Dome. This will be their second game of the season and are currently sitting at 1-0 after defeating Stony Brook 81-45. Tune in for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. In football, the Gators are back in Gainesville for their last home game of the season against South Carolina Gamecocks. The Gators are only one win away from the bowl eligibility. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Meg Matthews. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace from mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry, so stop in today. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back to the tailgate. We're looking at weather up on the TV, and it's, it's going to be wet. 
going to be wet, going to be blowing tomorrow. No show tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be with you Friday. That's what she said. I yeah. could have got a big one there. Yeah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. and uh, oh, Is that Roger? Goodness. Roger right. that. Roger. Roger. Hey, Roger. I, I wanted to just throw out another stat about Nicholas. You know, the last time I looked, and I think I saw it in Golf Digest, you know, years and years ago, if you look at the majors, I think that Jack tied for third or better like 53 times. Yeah, I mean, and, and again. There's like, less golfers. There were less golfers, less great golfers. Great golfers, yeah. yeah. Now everybody's but he also, so good. Had unbelievable competition with Arnie and, yeah. and um, Gary Player and people like that, Ray Floyd. So you know you have you have to take them. Every everybody has to be compared to their era, mm-hmm. and that's something something I think a lot of people have a hard time doing. For example, it's one argument you can make for Dale Murphy going to the Hall of Fame because when he played, he was the best player in his era during those. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, you know, back to back MVPs. Hey, could I ask you a question about recruiting, the football recruiting? Sure. I mean, I know everybody's been, you know, complaining about the team and whatnot, but a month or so ago, I thought I thought you guys reported that he had gotten commitments from an enormous number of four stars. Yep. 18, I think it is right now. Yeah, 18 of the 23. Well, you know, <laughs> if you sign all four stars – and you can coach it all, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, obviously they want to get some five stars, and they still are in the mix for some, and not getting um, McLean was a, you know, that was a blow. But there is not much difference between a four-star and a five-star or a three-star and a four-star or a two-star and a three-star. There's, It's just somebody's opinion. Uh, yeah. If, yeah, but you're right, uh, Roger. If he – if he signs 18, he's probably going to get more than 18 four-stars. That's going to be a heck of a nucleus class to really start building this program and go in the right direction. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. I, I agree. And, I mean, we've seen five stars that didn't turn out to do much of anything. Um, oh, I remember yeah. years ago, there was a guy that was number one defensive tackle in the state of Florida, you know, just year, week and week and week and week. And Gary week and Brown? Out. And he signed with us and he didn't do anything. Yeah, I think it was Gary Brown. I think it was, wasn't he from Lakeland? I don't remember where. Yeah. I thought he was, I thought this was a guy from further South Florida. But it could so, have been, whatever, it could have been you know, Tory I mean, Davis yes, who you're talking about. Guys that pan out. No, it doesn't always pan out. I mean, there's legendary, uh, bus that we always talk about in fact that's how that's how my man bobby Sabahouse and i became friends because i wrote about great bus in florida history and he he called me out on it a little bit and we end up being really good friends i actually went to breakfast with him one day when i was out in la he's actually living in i think in massachusetts now but um yeah i mean you know it's what you do and what the look here's another thing no matter we all know that alabama georgia LSU, none of those schools are going away. They're going to sign great classes too. And it's what you do with them when they get there. And uh, whether you're able to, to uh, you know, 
I mean, you think about this. Think of the five stars that Florida has on its roster or had on its roster a year ago. Brenton Cox, gone. Lorenzo Lingard. Barely playing. Barely playing, but he's getting better. Demarcus Bowman, (laughs) who was such a big deal when he he transferred here, never really played. Who the other four-star? I'm trying to think who else was a four-star or a five-star that would have transferred in. Martez Ivy was a five-star who was a good player, but he was never a five-star yeah, R- Roger, I, I think the more that I've had the opportunity to be around it all, and you know, certainly the the different sports, you, know, you have to fit a scheme, and you have to like and the, the guy you're playing it's for, and the culture. culture. Yeah, and I think, I think that's what's really neat about what you're seeing now, what, nine games into this thing, for Napier is just his ability, just to every day to try to keep all these guys together and get them to all play for the same thing, and that's for the guy next to you and buying into a process, and I think. You know, obviously Kirby's done that at Georgia, and there's a lot of guys that really want to play hard for him. And I think you're seeing a guy that was just here that just got kicked off that didn't want to do that at Georgia, so they didn't want him, and he wasn't playing. Exactly. So then he came here, kind of didn't do the same thing. And then we're and then, all looking the other way. We're going, hey, he'll be great yeah. here. You know? But no, you had a guy that recognized that, that he didn't want to buy into the process. I think it just shows you why Kirby has been so successful. And he's getting the five stars because they're winning – but you look at this year's team and that defense, remember, they lost five first-round picks on defense. And this year's yeah. defense is actually better than last year's because they have 11 guys that fly to the football. They understand a scheme. They know what they're doing. And it's all just such a big part of it. So you got to get good players, but you also have a guy that has to get the best out of them. And I think you're seeing a coach right now at Florida that has the ability to do that. Well, he's certainly paying a lot more attention to recruiting than we have in the Oh, sure. Class. Yeah, and if you knew, and, and I don't know all of it, but all, you know, we've gotten it in bits and pieces, and Jeff knows a lot more than I do, the attention to detail on recruiting is phenomenal. And here's the thing I, I do point out, though. Same thing's happening in Tuscaloosa. Same thing's happening in Athens. I mean, the, but at least now Florida is paying the same kind of level of attention to it as uh, as they are in those those kind of places so um it is it is mind-blowing the stuff the the stuff that they do to get these guys um you know to to make them feel like and again you've got to recruit guys not only to come here but to want to stay here yeah because that's what it is this world the world is right now yeah well i'm i'm actually in favor of uh player uh, right. So, you know, I mean, you know, you hate to see somebody leave that, that you want to keep, but on the other hand, you know, if the guy wants to go, I mean, you know, it's the usual thing. Coaches go, faculty members go, um, you know. Yeah, no, it is. And, and that's the bottom line is, look, the, the, uh, the genie's out of the bottle. We, we could have had an NIL situation that worked out really well for everybody and because the NCAA didn't do a very good job uh we have one that's not good it's it's hopefully it gets corralled at some point where everybody's playing by the same rules but that's not the case and again everybody doesn't have to play by the same rules because not everybody has the same state laws you know yeah that was that's the thing that that really makes things complicated is the variation in the state laws 
Um, yeah, that it is what it, uh, that's why you didn't want it to come to that, and they should have stepped forward and done something earlier. But it is what it is. Yep, it certainly is. All right, well, thanks. All right, thanks Roger. Everybody. Thanks, Roger. By the way, got a text from uh, my man Bill Feinberg, Pizza Bill. Chiffon margarine was the name of the margarine. Uh, okay. It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. He even sent me a clip. I Chiffon? C H A F F F O N. Yeah. It was a big, I don't think they make Chiffon I've never heard of it. margarine anymore. And somebody also suggested that the earlier caller who wanted me to uh, off myself might have been the cattleman's dad, but we're, <laughs> we're still trying to confirm that. Maybe so. I hope he's not still listening, because if you're still listening... Well, speaking of dads, or even granddads now, he might uh, get offended that I say that, but he is a, a granddad now. Uh, talking about the uh, the orange and blue series for the uh, the baseball team, the uh, 1988 team is also coming back oh. this weekend. They're getting a little reunion together, so some of them are going to play in the uh, the Dugout Club Golf Tournament on Friday, if that happens. But, you know, it's Johnny Wiggs' group, and Brian Rimsnyder, and bunch of uh, guys from that 88 team. So that'll, that'll be a lot so of that, fun. That's that always good. That wasn't Valdez and Burke, right? That was 91? Correct. Okay. And, I mean, the 88 team was the first team to ever go to the College World Series. They were. At Florida. And I, what, what I remember is they lost the – I want to say they lost the first game in 88 at, in Omaha. And they so you get that day off in between. And they actually did a dog pile. Uh, after practice one day just to say this is what it's going to feel like when we win it all. And I think they won a couple games after that. They Didn't they eliminate FSU that year? Or am I confusing that with 91? I can't remember. But that was You're Her- supposed to be the baseball historian. Herbert Perry was on that team? He was. He was a, so there's a two-way guy. We're sitting here talking about uh, he was, different guys. He was a very good baseball player. Ted Rich? I'll leave it at that. Remember old Teddy Rich? I do. He was on that team. Second base? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a few other guys that were uh, would have been on that team. Oh, uh, well, Remsnyder was kind of the, the stud on that team. He was the MVP, as I recall, of the SEC tournament. He went to the same high school as I did. Did he? Mm-hmm. And who, which one? South Fork, Stewart, Florida. Which one has their picture on the wall? Who's the most famous alum from your school? Cleveland Gary. That's weaker than me. Yeah, there's not a lot. I may be the best. There's not a lot of guys that have uh, gone to my high school and made it big. Um, well, I'm trying to think St. Augustine High. I mean, we all know what Brandon James did, but, I mean, I, that. He's in the UF Hall of Fame. That's pretty he good. He is. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of – I'm trying to – think about where some old guys might have played, whether they played at San Jose High or not, but I don't know. That's... I, I don't know what, who the most famous St. Augustine High alum would be. Nothing stands out. Maybe it's Googleable. I will Google that. See what Google break. says yes. while we take this break. Be right back. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, 
It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A tropical storm warning remains in effect for our area. Nicole expected to make landfall over South Florida overnight tonight. For our area, cloudy skies, wind staying blustery, sustained winds between 25 and 35 miles an hour expected tomorrow. We'll have an increasing chance for downpours overnight with on and off downpours all day tomorrow. There is a slight chance for a few quick tornado spin-ups overnight tonight east of Highway 301. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Key, Black Opera. Just let them hear it one time. Let them feel it. No, people know what I'm saying. All right, give them a little taste. No, why not? Because I'm not doing that. You're man. so good he's, at it, though. <laughs> you should have heard this guy during the breaks. I really thought I was like singing on Broadway. Pavarotti. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 
When it tastes like butter, but it's not, it's chiffon. I'd forgotten that that was a jingle, and I played it for you, and, and then now it's in my now head. Now it's there. Yeah, I'll be singing it all the we'll way. Call out. it like it was yesterday. It's chiffon. <laughs> I need to look up and see when chiffon. It obviously, went out of business. yeah, it obviously didn't work too well. They went out of business, and they didn't stick around till 1978 when I. Got on this earth. Yeah. Well, and then again, 10 years later, and got a couple other guys from that 88 baseball team. Jeff Gidcom. Oh, he was uh, the Friday night starter. Yeah. yeah. Fernandez was uh, was yeah. on that team. They did uh, eliminate Florida State in the regional. So, uh-huh. see ya, Seminoles. And the then uh, they were down 5 nothing in Omaha that year and came all the way back, beat Cal 6-5. to five. At good old Rosenblatt Stadium. Yeah, maybe it was 91 I was thinking of when they did that. So you didn't go in 88? You weren't covering them then? I was sports editor then. I was sports editor from 87 to 94, and I didn't really go on the road or I didn't go cover anything. Because you had to stay and do the layouts and think of headlines? Yeah, but I mean, that was what I came there for. I mean, I I wanted to start to try that, doing the, uh, being a boss. And I found out it wasn't for me. Yeah, but the writing's way cooler. You get to... Go to oh. games and stuff. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> Going to uh, Auburn and, and watching them lose was not uh, on my list of to-do things, bucket list. But then when Burger took over, 94, I go, you know, maybe I need to get back into writing. So you never had to write as the editor? I wrote a little bit. I wrote, like, usually a weekly kind of a different kind of column, and, and then I wrote. Did you answer the letters to the editor? We did for a while. We never got a lot of them. Back Nobody when they had letters and to an editor. No, they don't have them anymore. Nope. Um, no, we didn't get a lot, a ton of them. But uh, all right. Well, we we bought we got our Wikipedia pages up from our high schools and the uh, most famous it's not alumni. Good. It's not good. I, I was right. So the the most notable alumni they have on South Fork High School is Cleveland Gary, and then have you ever heard of the Spiderwick Chronicles? Yes, I have. I, I've never seen him. But Tony D. Terlizzi went there. I can work for you. Alicia Minshew, an actress. No. Don't know. Is she related to the former Jaguar quarterback? Beverly McClellan, finalist in the first season of The Voice. <laughs> and then Corey McIntyre, who actually played football with me. He ended up going to West Virginia and had a cup of coffee in the NFL, but he played like a fullback, so that wasn't much. So that those are the most... No- I guess I don't make the list over the the first season of The Voice finalist. Yeah, well, we we had uh, St. Augustine High. I was looking that up because I and I was right. Brandon James is the most famous. Brandon yeah. and Caleb Sturgis are the most famous. I went to high school with his dad, Caleb's dad. We were good friends in high school. Okay, Smiley Sturgis, great guy, one of the best guys you'll ever want to know. And then they started listening to other people, and I never heard of any. One of them was a child actor that I don't know what he was in, but <laughs> it must have been a Chucky movie or something. But um, so yeah, we come from two of the least famous schools ever in the history of in the state. The history of yeah, this state's loaded with all these famous alums, and it's like not us. Not us. You know, Gaines Gainesville High's got more famous alumni. So it was Stephen Stills and yeah. Drew Copeland and. A lot of them. Yeah. We got nobody. St. Right. Augustine. Speaking of nobody, let's go to Tony on the telly. Tony, what's up? How much, guys? What's going on? What's up? I, uh, yeah, it's funny. The, the 88 team, I, 
I feel like we didn't find out till like the newspaper at the Times Union, like the day after they clinched Omaha. I didn't, I didn't get a text message from Jeff or anything. <laughs> yeah. D- different times. Um, yeah, her, uh, her repair brings back some memories. So, you guys are talking about famous people from high school. I, I, my neighborhood school was Ed White up here in Jacksonville. Um, obviously, they've got a bunch that came through UF with Quick Test of Blackshear and Bam Hartman and D Webb. And, um, when I was little, there was a, there was a guy playing quarterback there named Mark White who ended up playing against the Gators for Ole Miss. Uh, we played him like in Jackson, I think, one year, like 88 or 89. Uh, in fact, I know it was 88. Um, and anyway, he, he got the quarterback against Florida. And I, I know there's some people that do the family, and that was, that was a big deal for him. Apparently it was a uh, big deal one, for you because you remember it. Yeah, well, the people who lived two doors down, they they all played Fred White around the same time. So, uh, And then Blackshear and all those guys, those are all, that's my age group. Uh, anyway, so if I did go to Ed White, I would have went to school with them. I went to Stanton Prep, though, and we have nobody famous. But um, in the 2010 Florida-Georgia game, and for whatever reason I love telling the story, but before overtime and Will Hill and, and – and, um, uh, crap, I can't think of the punter's name to hit the field goal. Chaz Henry. Um, yeah, Chaz Henry. Uh, Georgia was a shoelace away from running back a kickoff very late in that game. Uh, and the, the kid who was subbing uh, at kicker for it, Zach Brunts, was the one that made the shoe straight tackle. He went to stand, so that was kind of – that was a big moment for all of us Blue Devils out there. You know, it's funny because I, I think I'm right on this. There was a moment he was kicking off, and he kicked it off out of bounds after they'd scored a big touchdown. And I wrote when I was doing the grades, I go, I said that Zach Brust was that his name? Yes. Uh, was uh, it was a buzz kill when he kicked the ball out of bounds? So his teammates started calling him Buzz Kill. So they would go, Hey, Buzz Kill, what's going on? I felt bad because yeah. you know, but it was a buzz kill. Jeff, I know your boys with Jeff Chandler always give him a hard time about hitting 55-yard field goals and then kicking the next kickoff 30 yards out of bounds. <laughs> he, also, yeah. he also missed an extra point in that game. In the Alabama game. Well, in that game. Yeah, that game too. I think he missed either an extra point or like a 25-yard field goal or so. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's all I got for today. How's it going? All right, Tony. Good stuff. Right. Thank you. I've got more info on uh, Chiffon Marger, Okay, just so you know. It was started to man- be manufactured in 1954, the year I was born. That's maybe why I know it so well. It was the first tub margarine, right? No. And it was discontinued in 2002. However, really, you can still get it in the Caribbean. How about that? So let's take a trip. We'll have some rum and cokes and two, but and get some chiffon, chiffon margarine. margarine. I, I would think we'll probably be disappointed with it. Yes, it would be too far to go to be disappointed. To get, well, Mother Nature probably wants us to. Very true. <laughs> See what Matt's got for us today. Hey, Matt, what's up, buddy? Jeff, you went to BK Young, didn't you? No, I did not. I went to uh, like a high school in Stewart, Florida. Oh. Pat, do you know, did River Phoenix go to BK Young? Because for some reason, I thought I went to elementary school with him. But I, I, that could just be, I don't know where that came from. Well, he was, they were, that family was living here. um, And I'm not sure where they went to school. Somebody may know, but uh, that's very possible. I know the whole, uh, the uh, 
that whole family, they lived out somewhere in a commune. Uh, I think near in a, in a Latula, somewhere. So, I, but I'm not sure where they went to school. To be honest with you. Well, I, I but it sounds right. That. Yeah, I believe it. Well, he Rivers my age, and I don't know. Maybe when I was younger, I probably told a lie or two, and probably told people I went to school with them. But I don't have any proof to back that up. I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> and then also too, I think I just heard that Joe Rogan lived in Gainesville for a while as a kid. He Did might have. Yeah. No, I did. I've never heard that. I mean, you know, the most famous, really, UF alums are people on TV for the most part. Stephen Root, one of my favorites. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, guys, football team's getting better. That, or we're just playing worse and worse competition. I don't know, but we'll just pretend that we're getting better. How's that? Um, if we can get eight wins, I mean, that'd be huge for us just to be able to go to a halfway decent bowl game. And if that all happens, do we think that Anthony Richardson will come back? I don't think anybody really knows the answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, mean, the only reason that he would stay would just be the fact that they got enough NIL money to to make that happen. And and that is certainly something that they would put their efforts in if they felt like he would really help them next year. And But, you know, again, if you're going to be a first-round pick and, and if he continues to trend and get better and better, then... I don't see why you would stay. Well, that's the stay. thing. The better he plays, the happier you're going to be and the sadder you're going to be when he leaves. Yeah. But, you know, if they, you know, if they get to eight, I mean, there's there's the rumor of playing in the old Outback Bowl, which has changed names now. Yeah. So know, that would be – yeah. although the only good thing about if they would have gotten to six or they stay at six, then the rumor is it's the Las Vegas Bowl, which wouldn't be too shabby yeah, to head to Vegas. there's also a, a Gator Bowl talk out there, too, which they would love to have Florida. Yeah. But again, they got to win one more game. Yeah, you still got to get yeah. another one. Can't lose this weekend. Nope. I'm telling you. We well, lose they can. We lose they can lose. Have you not seen them play? Do you not have cable? They can lose this game because at times, I mean, you look at the first half of the game, it was embarrassing again how badly they played defensively. Now, what I hope is that AR plays like he does on the road. The defense played like it did in the second half, but if they don't do those two things, they could easily lose this game. So, got to find a way to to do those two things. Those are that's what the it's come down to. Well, maybe the new time slot will make a difference. Four o'clock. I don't believe we played a game before yet, have we? No, that's uh, that's the SEC Network special time slot <laughs> to get you to watch to flip it over from the great game on CBS. We're not getting Robert Griffin Jr. again, are we? I don't know. I don't know who's who's rather, doing it. I'd rather listen to ben No, Cohen he's an ESPN guy. He's not I don't think he's an SEC guy, right? Uh, I think he's ESPN. It was, it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> and then uh hey, he's not a fan. Matt, yeah. I, I just tried to look up an article and there's an article from the Gainesville Sun after he passed. It says in 1987 the family moved to Florida and established a permanent home in the Gainesville area when River was 17. Right. He lived in South Florida, and le- they loved the warm weather, but they didn't want to live in L.A., so then they moved after that. So it looked like they didn't move to Gainesville until he was in high school. Or out of high school, is what you're saying. 17, so right at the end. Yeah. He might have he might have gone to school with another one of the Phoenix Phoenixes. Although he had, I think he had a different name when they moved here. I think they went by different. They they all changed their names to get more in touch with nature. River, leaf. 
I mean, wasn't wasn't Joaquin Hart. leave? Yeah, River siblings were Rain, Joaquin, Liberty, and Summer. Okay, you got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> that you do. All right, one final break is going for us. We'll come back and wrap things up here on a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. This is Meg Matthews. In hockey, the Oilers beat the Lightning last night 3-2. The Lightning is currently sitting number four in the Atlantic Division, and the Oilers also sit at number four in the Pacific Division. Gator Volleyball has signed two players today. Maddie Gravely and Kira Houston will be joining the team for the 2023 season. On Friday, the Gators men's basketball team is matched up against Kennesaw State at the O-Dome. This will be their second game of the season and are currently sitting 1-0 after defeating Stony Brook 81-45. Tune in for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. In football, the Gators are back in Gainesville for their last home game of the season against the South Carolina Gamecocks. The Gators are only one win away from bowl eligibility. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Meg Matthews. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love Dr. Art this is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com at International Diamond Center, nobody tells our story better than our own non-commissioned diamond experts. In the 17 years that I've been in this industry, I have never been able to offer my clients the things that I can offer at IDC. What's best about our company is that we have access to far more options than most retailers typically do. None of us are paid on commission at all, so our interests are pure. We always encourage people to shop around because we know that our prices are good enough. You will be back. It's not a selling environment at all. We want to know what's most important to you and help you get there. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in it as an extension of our family. It's about helping each client achieve what they want to become a hero. When we approach it in such a straightforward manner, it's refreshing. They almost look at you with a sigh of relief, like you take the mystery away. The merchandise that we have is unmatched. The prices that we have are incredibly competitive. Our quality is unsurpassed. International Diamond Center. Discover the difference. Our people. Get store hours, directions, and more at shopidc.com. 
As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier. And you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, running out of time. Just a few minutes left here. Again, no show tomorrow because of the uh, potential storm. UF is closed tomorrow. They've canceled all the, uh, the kiddies' schools as well. Yeah. So that is a, a day they have to make up, though. So I was like, oh, you guys must be excited. No school. Yeah, Dad, but we still got to make it up. It sucks. Was the response but, that I got from the 13-year-old. Yeah, but still, you have to go to school the same number of days. Yeah, so, so that's what it is. Uh, well, I did I not know this. Part of it is that is that there's nothing you can do. Yeah, nothing <laughs> you can do. I didn't know that uh, River actually formed a rock band with his sister, Rain, called Alika's Attic. And they yep, played at, in the Sun Center a bunch downtown by the Hippodrome. And they actually performed during a presidential campaign rally for Bill Clinton at UF on uh, I remember that. when they were here in 1992. Yeah. So there you go. So River Phoenix did some cool stuff in Gainesville. All right, let's get to Greg before we wrap it up. Hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, hey guys. First of all, the, um, the Phoenixes lived out near Mitanope, Okay. Uh, when, when they came here. Um, and uh, a yeah, I knew it was things. somewhere not in Gainesville. I, I thought it was, but well, you're right, Micanope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm the other way. I'm out at Alachua. But uh, what I was going to say, Pat, you were not uh, with the Sun in '84, were you? No, I came there in '87. Yeah, I, I thought so. We're we're about the same age. But um, um, in '84, Bobby Tyler and Bianchi were both riding for the Sun. And uh, Florida baseball, I had gone back to school and was working with them. And um, we won the SEC. That was Joe Arnold's first year. And then we went to Tallahassee for a regional. And in that regional was Florida, Florida State, Miami, uh, South Alabama. There was, you know, I think six. There were six, six in those days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the funny thing was, you know, everybody's going like, okay, Florida, who's, who's going to win, Florida State, Miami, or Florida? We all went out in two games. Wow. All three. And we, Florida lost to South Alabama. A good friend of mine here in town pitched for the Gators, David Lee. His son wound up pitching at Buholtz. Yep. But um, he gave up a couple of bombs <laughs> in the second game that eliminated us. And we happened to be in an Applebee's that night about 11 o'clock. And the sports came on, and some Florida State fans were giving us the holy hell about, oh, yeah, you lost, you know. Then Florida State score come up, and they lost. And then when they were showing our highlights, they actually showed David turning, giving up a bomb, and everybody in the thing goes, hey, look, look, 
here's the dude right here. Here's the dude. <laughs> so that was that was kind of a, a funny thing. Yeah, I but, actually um, covered that um, regional. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What didn't USA win win the regional? Yes, yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, they were. They yeah. I actually got a USA hat from the uh, the SID. I, I liked the, the design of it and wore it for a long time. You know, because we we had won the SEC in a in a, the, where we hosted. We had four teams: Tennessee, Mississippi State, Florida, and Alabama. And that region, I would have to go down and say, as far as like star power in that region, that was when you know your Mississippi State boys had five. Oh yeah. You know, get drafted. Um, uh, LA, uh, Alabama had a guy that played for the Mets. Can't remember Dave his Magadan. name. He was unbelievable. Yeah. So it was it was pretty cool. But the last thing is. Uh, Santa Fe High School alumni, we got star power out there in that little town, buddy. Veteran St. Augustine. Fugate, who was the head of FEMA, he graduated from there. And, of course, we got Mike and Adrian Peterson. Peterson. And yep. then probably one of our biggest Lenny DiNardo has a World Series ring. Yeah, he does. Very well. We're the yeah. Red Sox. All right, Greg, hey, we got to run. Thank I you so much. Thanks, yep, good stuff. Okay. Thank you. Lenny DiNardo. Yep, good old Lenny. It's against the uh, Gators in a regional down in Miami. He did. He was really good at Stetson. He was. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it. Again, no show tomorrow. We'll be back Friday from the UF Hilton. Appreciate everybody tuning in today. Stay safe. Out there, avoid the raindrops and the wind, and have at it. For Duels, I'm Dozo. Bye-bye. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.